0: That
1: could
2: make I'm sense. I'm more on top you're, of the mic. He probably he, he, no, he I, puts I it on the did. side, yeah. but
0: it's he's still right on top of the mic.
2: Yeah, that's what I told him to do. But yeah. since I talk software,
1: so, so, uh, software,
2: software, software, software not a word. Oh, good God. oh
1: yeah, that's another thing. I also counted in our, in some of that feedback. You made up at least three or four words Dude, in several a, episodes. I am a word you're like Smith. Oh, it's a word now. That's it like, is a word. It's almost a thing now that you are illiterate. <laughs>
2: Everyone knows that. How do you not know that I'm like but, almost illiterate?
1: It's something I didn't notice the first time, and then it happened again. Have you never and noticed then, that throughout I, the entirety then, of our like 10 year friendship that I'm like partially illiterate? No, because I'm not r- listening to our conversations <laughs> ever again. It's in and out. But now I'm you like, know, going
2: back. now you're going to listen to me when we're talking. You're gonna be driving home and be like, did he just make up a word? Welcome to the Couch Trolls Podcast with your hosts, Dave and Doss Bruce. How you doing, man? Not too bad, all by yourself. Not too bad. Uh, So we got a little special thing going on today. We actually have our audio engineer in-house on mic with us today. Hey. Everybody, (laughs) introducing Ryan. Hello. How you doing today, man?
0: Doing all right. Uh, Busy day, but...
2: Glad you could join us. Yeah. So, we got a special episode going on today because uh, we decided to bring Brian in because we wanted to have a guest. We want to try doing to three people. And it's our 10th episode. It is. It is. It's an anniversary episode. So, we thought we would go and uh, spice it up a little bit.
1: We're going to abuse every milestone we can possibly Absolutely,
2: find. Absolutely. Like 25 <laughs> is just going to be, you know audio of me like you do
0: a sweet 16 episode oh
1: we could there you go and it had to be about mary kate nashley's sweet 16 that game is terrible
2: (laughs) that game is (laughs) terrible and wonderful all at the same time best 16th birthday games but with the episode being this way we thought that we would go and bring brian on because brian and david have something in common that i don't which is going to put me in kind of a moderator position for this whole thing With the fact that you don't have kids? I don't have kids. Brian, how many kids you got now?
0: I've got two kids. I got a three and a half year old and a almost year
2: old, one year old. And David, what are you up to now? I got,
0: I think
1: three.
2: (laughs) You think three? (laughs) Do you get confused now? Like your kids got kids over at the house and you're like, when did we have these other two?
1: Dude, sometimes days are just so busy that I, I can't remember what's going on. But typically I have a nine, a six and a five month old
2: nice all right well uh i don't know let's let's do this uh brian give, give a little bio a little intro about yourself yeah. who are you who am i
0: <laughs> uh other
2: other than just the guy who goes and cuts together the mu- nice sound to and figure out, did out what the the you music d- you've and- done
0: for audio then behind um, the curtain yeah i i basically i've been working as an audio engineer for the past basically nine years something like that i don't know. I, I went to school for audio, and then I ended up doing audiobooks for eight years, and now I'm doing audio-video install stuff, but I'm still doing... I've done a lot of bands on the side and, uh, and that type of work. So uh, And yeah, and I have a wife that I I got married soon after high school, because we dated in high school, and yeah, we've been together for a long time, over almost so 10 years. what kind of games do you play? What kind of games I play? Uh, I am... I, don't have much time to play games, being a dad, and uh, I've always been kind of like a casual gamer more than like a hardcore gamer. So I, I play stuff that I can play for a little bit and put down. Not saying I don't like longer games, but I uh, being a dad especially has lent itself more to that. I also am always a little bit behind the curve with games, and Bruce can attend to this because he's known me for a long time. I uh, I'm always just a little like a system behind everyone else, and so I. Kind of consider myself a little bit of an old school. Gamer I think because you. Of that. I
2: think you kind of fit in the same mold as me and everything. And with you guys both being dads and having lack of time for games, we got like daddy game. Can't talk right. Daddy gaming episode going on.
1: It's all good, but it is funny though. Like even like my only time, I can only think of a few times I've even played games with you. But my favorite is okay, when we beat Guitar Hero One on PS2. Oh man, I we had we had a party at my house. And me and Brian stayed up all night. I think we should mention <laughs> oh, that. Oh, that's what? right. I remember that. Because <laughs> I got stuck on Cowboys from Hell. I could not beat that song.
2: I think we should mention that we all went to high school <laughs> together, which is generally how we know each other. Uh, had a, You and I had class together. How did you meet David? I think I met him through like... Probably through... I think I met... Friend of Show, Ned. Uh, yeah. No, because I wasn't even that big a. Friends well, with not, Ned not, in high not, school. Not through you though, but I'm
0: pretty sure I've I definitely met Brian through Ned. Yeah, I knew of David beforehand, but it was yeah. through just kind of that, okay. that friends group. And that Brandon I saw.
2: knew Kyle, and Kyle hung out with Ned. There's so. a
0: bunch of friends in the, in the in this weird. group. It's just a cluster, which yeah. is
2: funny because you know Ned does radio stuff and yeah, we which. Yeah.
1: He's got to be our next guest for sure. Oh. We're, we're, we, we we definitely have a few other guest ideas in mind, and a friend of the show, Ned, is definitely going to be one of them because and, he's a huge advocate of then horror we put games.
2: And we put Canada on the intro. I mean, you hear him weekly, so...
1: <laughs> so we should probably at some point, you know, invite <laughs> him on the show as Get well. him on
2: too. But no,
1: today we're definitely here just to kind of talk about video games and how they've really affected how we play because of kids. I mean, I can ad- definitely attest to I don't play my RPGs like I used to. I... I love The Witcher. I love Final Fantasy games, but Final Fantasy 15 took me probably three times as long to beat, just because of pregnancy stuff, and then just being busy with the kids. I can't stay up as late. I got more to do. It just things just constantly stack up, where it just really hampered down on what kind of games I can play and how much I
0: play. Yeah, I I, I really like. Uh, fantasy games like that too, but because I love Final Fantasy 7. I, like I said, I'm always a little bit stuck behind, so um, <laughs> eight but games
2: behind, yeah, a little, little by bit by the behind. time you beat that, but the I, remake's gonna but come I, out. But,
0: I beat seven, eight, and nine, and then I was starting to get into 10 when I I think music stuff kind of took up a lot of my time, so I, I kind of went away from it or games that took a lot of time, but
2: that was like high school, though, man.
0: Well, that's why I've missed a lot,
2: yeah. The- <laughs> So your gaming pretty much is like, you're like, oh, I got this new game. it I came out in PS2 and then I, I
0: had a big break there. Like the whole first person shooter came out. Like I went from 007 to uh, the remake 007 for, uh, <laughs> for a week. Uh. Yeah, that was like my first uh, first person shooter that I actually played any significant time with. And you
2: were probably like, why did this need a remake? The game's still good. Right. It came out a year ago, guys. Honestly, though, but although you say you're behind,
1: you have... A significant amount of Nintendo stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I've stuck with Nintendo just for like I kind of consider myself a fanboy, that I'm not like huge. It just it happens to fit my game style really well. Is games er, is Nintendo games because I can my wife will play play them. My kid likes the characters. Um, I can play them, I can pause them, walk away. Like I don't have to spend a lot of time playing them, and because of that, they have just found rotation in my family. I mean, that's why I've kind of stuck with Nintendo.
2: Now, I got a question then, because you said, you know, you can't really play the RPGs anymore, David. Uh, And you used to play the RPGs. How is like a turn-based RPG not a good move for like dads where it's like, oh, you can just put the controller down because, you know, it waits for your turn. I
1: would say saving would be my biggest issue with it. Uh. Like even like Final Fantasy VII. I love that game, but save points could be 20 or 30 minutes from one another. And sometimes with kids, you have no idea when you actually are stopping. Like something could just come up out of nowhere and then you you have to walk away for a long period of time. I was just going
0: to say the other thing, like just any story based game like that, it's tough to it's like reading a book. Like you might get a chance to read a little bit, but if you have to be constantly pulled away, you forget where it's going on. And so it's like, oh, where am I going in this level? Like, heck, even like Zelda can be tough for that oh yeah Um, like that's the reason why i i'm not a zelda fan but i tried getting into one and it's part of the reason why i didn't continue was because i kept getting pulled away and i'm like i don't know what i'm supposed to be doing uh, no
1: it actually would work for you breath of the wild as weird as it is breath of the wild instead of having like your your standard like temples you have 100 little temples so most of the little temples take five to ten minutes to do and there's practically no story in that game at all it's like oh, it's, it, the story's about as deep as uh, Shadow of Colossus.
2: Yeah, I kind of almost need oh, like I a. I love
1: that game. Kill four big bad guys and is, then go is fight Shadow of the
2: Colossus. Do you, would you consider that a good like? I can pick this up and throw this down, or that's probably too scary because if you got kids around and everything, do you, do you guys have like a like bedtime thing where it's like after eight o'clock I can get on this game then?
1: I've kind of developed it where after the wife and kids go to bed. <laughs> you I put the I, whole family got, to bed? I, I got like the, the one-hour gap of like, hmm, what do I want to play in this one hour? This is a very valuable hour. And it's Gotta like get Xenomorph hide-and-seek. And, and I think that's why I hate playing Overwatch with you. It's because I don't want to spend my one valuable hour playing the same thing over and over and over or again. Whatever. When I could be playing something with a valuable story or a new experience. No, I'm going to just be... A character, build a turret, and just kill people. It just, it just doesn't do it for me.
0: Well, and I mean, honestly, <laughs> I use that time too, because I, again, I'm always a step behind. Like, I haven't done that much online gaming. And so that's my chance you play to play Overwatch actually, with us every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, that's what I, I get a chance, like, when it's later at night and I, I actually have, I'm not worried about lack of sleep. I'll jump on and hope that some of you guys are on to play Overwatch, because that's like one, that also, again, going back to first person shooters, like, that's a first-person shoot first first-person shooter, first first shooter that I've really like enjoyed and dug into, and so that's that's fun for me and actually get to talk to you guys because you know instead of just being a dad. We well, got team chat.
2: You got like you know twenty minutes for a match and you're good. I mean, and see, I think it's like a good t- time frame. Twenty I think. minutes
1: almost feels too long for me now. Really? Yeah. I can see especially that. well, now that I have a five-month-old. Before the five-month-old, that was fine, but now I I run into the the really hard part of if she suddenly has to go i have to like change her diaper or get she she has a fit i have to do something i can't walk away from overwatch because of how competitive that game is and you can get booted and it's just just oh yeah well they'll just kick you out if you're inactive for so long yeah and like by the time you change a diaper and come back you're like fuck like Fortnite is my big game more recently and it's like as much as i want to say it's my big game i've had several matches where i just got dropped because i walked away for five they have a five minute i might be five or ten but I've had to walk away. I've come back. Oh, you're booted from the game. You lose all your progress. It's like, how can I dedicate my valuable time to a game that will take that punishes me for doing the things I have to do in my life? So,
2: both having infants, what what do you got as like? Games for dads with tiny, tiny children's babies things newborns and newborns. <laughs> yes, the I, the words that you use that I don't understand. I, I
0: talking to David ahead of time or before this, he made mention of uh mobile games, which I'll admit I probably should have, done, or I've done a little bit of, but like he sounded like he had a lot more. I had to. I I honestly like I I found myself
1: too frequent because I'm not a TV guy. Honestly, it takes a lot to get me into a TV show. The superhero ones grab me, and you know some of the big ones like Game of Thrones. But in general, I do not sit down and just watch cable TV unless it's Sunday and there's football. Are you on.
2: able to watch Game of Thrones with kids? But you're like, oh, can't can't play certain video games. I don't watch them with kids. And when
1: you have a newborn, that's that, there's a, that's a game changer because I sat down with a newborn and watched the entire quadrilogy of Alien movies. You know, I can do and whatever I want. I just I have to be able to. To on a on a flip of a switch, do other things. So I
2: I can't. You don't be worry too focused. that your newborn infant watching that is gonna like somehow like preemptively scar the child with the aliens. Come on, man. No. Like you make a face at a kid, wrong, and they cry. If you, anything, you're gonna be like, look at the xenomorph popping out of someone's chest. If anything, I'm just exposing her
1: to
0: good TV. Good yeah, fair stuff. enough, Brian.
2: <laughs> Dude, are you as reckless and abandoned with your newborn as David is with his?
0: Newborns, I mean, when they're newborns, I don't care. You can do whatever, you can watch whatever you <laughs> want. I mean, <laughs> this is your problem, not ours. It doesn't matter. I, I
2: like how I'm more concerned for you guys' newborn children than you I mean, are. It's,
0: it's when you get up around the year age and they start recognizing what they watch is where you start kind of becoming conscious. And then it's about two years old or so, at least for was for my son, where he started becoming aware of what you were watching. Yeah and uh and becoming scared of things and so because of that I like one of the games I was trying so hard to get through as he was little was uh uh zombie or the Wii zombie game uh zombie you oh zombie you oh and, really uh, <laughs> yeah I was trying to get through that and there was one point where like my wife was starting to like not really like it when I she doesn't like scary stuff and then my son started kind of picking up I could see him like glaring at the screen I'm like I can't play this anymore. I got to give up. Yeah, and see, like when I was playing the mobile games, see, mobile's
1: perfect because I thought the biggest thing with a newborn is almost noise. You know, you can't have anything too loud because if there's like a random explosion, you can wake the baby up and it's little things like that. So, but with mobile games, I love card games. I'm a huge fan of card games. Like, I found games called like Eternal Card Game and Yu-Gi-Oh! Both like, trading card games on your phone that you can pause while you're playing of course
2: Yu-Gi-Oh has a mobile game of course
1: they do because the game itself is it's a sound game it
2: lends itself to that and the free the free-to-play models in
1: both of those games i actually liked because i never spent any money on them and i played plenty of hours but then games like hearthstone which i still cannot figure out why it's as popular it is as it's fun i like it there's a huge paywall though like you play it for like an hour and suddenly you're like man i wish i had to put this money in just so i could kind of play at a competitive level
2: Mobile games, Brian. Uh,
0: I think, like, I didn't get into them as much. Uh, I've had a few of them. Uh, Super Mario Run, of course. Oh, did you actually pay for it, though? I did. How is the rest <laughs> of the game? Because
1: I, I, even now, like, my, my six-year-old, I let him play. And he loves the first couple levels, but I'm like, do I want to spend, what was it, like, $10.
0: I don't even remember what it was, it, it, but it was it was, it it really was probably expi- it was probably more expensive than it should have been. But um, oh, I can say it was more expensive than it should have been because <laughs> I beat the whole thing. No, um,
2: yeah, only it, game Brian's completed in the last six years was Super Mario Run. No, is, is it almost a, true? Is it a good game? Uh, eh,
0: like it was, it was fun for me. It was one of those I find this with uh with mobile games in general. Like there just becomes a point where there isn't anything further to go on to do on them. Um, but that was, the, well, I mean, that's with Mario in general. I feel like you kind of get to the end of the thing and unless you want to go back and get every little coin and every little secret, it's like, eh, yeah, which but, I'll admit I actually did on Super Mario run. I got didgering. every single,
1: okay, I've done all the ones on the free version. I've gotten all those. And even the, there's the some third, tough ones. That
0: third tier of coin is You, you also get all oh, the,
2: the, the, black coins or whatever. Cause it's like yellow, then purple, then black. I yeah. Think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, you, yeah, those ones. And then, uh, the, you do get different characters though. Like. Luigi can jump higher, um, really? so oh,
2: I, that changes it yeah, up. Yeah, it changes
0: it up, and so and then there's the whole mode to get like, you know, more buildings and stuff where you can play the town other building aspect. Was yeah. what
2: threw me off on I'm that. I'm kind of
0: yeah. Infinite it. runners then, need no depth. Like they need to get over that. They added uh, another thing uh, remix to it okay. recently. Uh, recent to me at least because I didn't open it for a good while. When you uh, updated it, it's yeah. I played. I played played it out and then I didn't touch it. And then I got my phone and I downloaded everything. I'm like, I'll download super Mario run again. And, uh, yeah, I was like remix. Oh, okay. So they're, they're trying to add more to it, but it was definitely one of those. I played through it and it was done, but yeah, it was fun. It was definitely challenging. Um, So I I did enjoy that aspect.
2: My main problem with mobile games is it feels like it's just like a numbers game where since you can just kind of make everything go to a set of infinity, it doesn't really matter. And you're not actually like obtaining a goal. There's no actual end point or end value to it and everything. But I do have a side question for you guys in regards to the mobile thing. And that is like, do you guys let your kids play like on the tablet then? Because
1: I know a lot of parents do nowadays. and And Dude, screen time is probably the biggest millennial problem, I think, for parenting. Because everyone is all over the place on, like, I see parents like when I go to the grocery store, their kids on the on their phone the whole time, walking through the grocery store. I never did that as a kid, so I'm like, my kids are not. But did gonna- you have
2: a Game Boy growing up though? Did you mm- sit in a cart and
1: play a Game Boy? My Game Boy, the only time I use it, laundry mat, and when we on road trips. Otherwise, I only play Game Boy at home. But I can't believe how much people allow their kids to to play on their tablets. But again, every kid is different and is parented differently. So I. It gets kind of touchy on how you feel about that. But like my kids, we give them a little, like my nine-year-old just got a tablet. I put all of her stuff on there. She's got like YouTube kids and PBS apps and stuff. And enough safety settings built in at least. Oh, yeah, that's all it is. It's all really okay. safe thing. The, the most dangerous thing she has is Pandora.
2: Your kid doesn't accidentally <laughs> open up Pornhub where she'll get Dude, a Pandora
1: no, ad for Adam and Eve. There, <laughs> there, there is no browser. Oh okay. Uh, I mean it is we have had that lockdown and it's weird for me to be that parent because when I was a kid I was like oh I watched Freddy Cougar movies when I was like 8. And it's it's just weird. I mean what about
0: you? I mean yeah, I mean like my son hasn't got too into it yet. We try to limit the amount of screen time what that he's actually playing, but that's the whole thing is he hasn't quite got into playing yet by himself. Uh he's more into you know watching us play which has been a cool thing for me is I've been able to show him like all the characters in Mario and he can tell you all the character, all the Mario characters. Um, But yeah, he hasn't really gotten to playing too much except for just a couple little like kids games that we use when we're at restaurants and things just to keep him occupied while we're doing things. Or yeah, if we're in a group where we know we can't go anywhere or he can't move, we sometimes allow him to play, but we really use them for those circumstances only unless he specifically asks for them. And he doesn't very do that very often. So luckily we're able to limit the screen time, but it's definitely something that's going to be tough moving forward. Yep. Um. But right now for me, it's not a big issue. Have,
2: have you guys like been to like an Applebee's or a dude, Olive Garden? Where B-Dubs, no,
0: dude, B-Dubs is awesome. They actually have tablets
1: with free games for kids to play. So you can sit and watch a football game and your kids can be on a tablet and you can get your food and it's just chill. Like, I love going to B-Dub's for that. I can't stand their food.
2: I love B-Dub's food, man. I, I can't stand Dude, that it. Caribbean jerk is where it's at, and that Thai curry. Mm, all it is is wings. frozen Tyson wings. With I don't some care. Sauce it's, on delicious. It. it's delicious. It's <laughs> delicious. But you eat chicken nuggets all the time. Like yep. I remember, like you're all super, four dollars for a pound. You're all super healthy. Like oh, I gotta run marathons. I can only eat food that's good for me. And then like I fucking open up the freezer, and there's this giant thing of like dinosaur nuggets. And this was like pre him having kids. They're fun nuggets,
0: and, Bruce. See. Fun nuggets, dude! I love buffalo wings. So I'm just—you <laughs> guys just said buffalo wings. I'm like, man, I'm hungry, dude. We should. Go get I love some buffalo after this. sauce. <laughs> like, we gotta
2: get a sponsorship going anyway, here. Or we yeah, can just no, get brought to you buy. B-Dubs.
0: I, I have heard about the whole tablet thing at B-Dubs. I haven't actually taken advantage of it yet, but um, I, I know you can do that even for the adult games, like the trivia game. that
1: I'll have play there poker when I'm there.
2: Yep. Now, yeah.
1: when do you think? When are you going to actually introduce your kid to let him sit down and play like a
0: Nintendo game with you? Are you going to do Nintendo
2: or are you going to go with tablet? Uh, well, I mean... What are you going to put him in front of first? Cause I, like,
0: I don't think it matters to me. I mean, and it's just whatever he's interested in, I think. And for me, that would be probably Mario, because he's already invested into that.
2: Th- the reason why I ask, though, is I do actually have a thing. Um, I remember, because, like, tablets and stuff, I always worry about uh, the little microtransactions that pop up, because those things are super predatory to go and get kids to just well, tap stuff. And they A don't- lot of
0: times, kids' games don't have that, though, most of the time. I'm sure there's some out there, but... I feel like David you might be a, It's linked. actually the opposite.
1: Yeah. I, I see it a lot more in kids games because most kids games are free and they even have like the education apps. They'll be like, "Oh, mouse ABC, download it." And it's like, "Oh, you can show the kid the first part of it." Sure. It's like it's almost like Mario Run, yeah. but on a much shorter like line where they're like, "Here's one little thing. Oh, now it's now it's $5 if you want to see the rest of it." Or like my daughter has a fashion app where every piece of article of clothing has money associated to it outside of the the first line? It's so like the, that is deceptive
2: as hell. That's why I'm asking. Like, do well, you start with a tablet game? Because tablet, I think, is more orientated towards younger audiences. Like you said, kids have tablets, and you see kids in their uh, you more, know more variety grocery too. shopping. Like it's it's available. It's there. It's easy for them to learn off of. And I mean, we're getting technology in younger and younger kids' hands. Well, I kind of have two things to that. Is okay. one is
0: I uh, like that's one thing we've had to do really careful when we do let our kid uh, play games on our phone is there's a I can't remember, some sort of Apple has like a safety lock setting where you can actually lock it and they can't like hit a button or anything like that. Hey Brian, does PlayStation
2: 4 have that? What movie did you? No,
0: he doesn't Bruce, so when you leave (laughs) my child with a controller he can buy a movie. I put it up
2: on top of the shelf, okay? I didn't know he was going to be able to get up there and get to it. Which I will say, that it's not such a big deal. Like, Tell, yeah. okay, okay, hold on. Okay. Tell the story. Well, Tell the story, that way the audience knows what's going so on here. So
0: what happened is Bruce was over, and my kid was, you know, like two and a half, three. So don't put Bruce by kids. Yeah, and so <laughs> I, I'm very unfamiliar with PS4, because I really only use it for, like, Overwatch, and I'm not kidding. that
2: Overwatch Ed. machine? But you have Gold, so there's... Or not Gold. uh, What is it? PlayStation Plus. I have PlayStation Plus purely
0: uh, so I can play with you guys and Ned and stuff,
2: people from other spots. I was showing you the free games for the month, though. I said Live. That's Gold with... Gold with Live is extra. Bruce was
0: showing me around because I am inept on PS4, and uh, he was showing me around, and so... I can't remember what reason we ended up walking out of the room for a quick second. You had to go like
2: grab something in the room. You're like, hey, while you're here, can you give me a hand with this? Yeah.
0: And my son decided to uh open up or grab the controller, like he does so often, and uh ended up probably just hitting X a few times and bought a movie. What now, movie did
2: he buy? Do you remember? I don't
0: remember it's the second one. It's, it was like a sequel a too. So
2: you're like, oh great. Well, now we and, gotta find the first one. Yeah,
0: the funny thing is I was watching a uh a preview the other day of something and I'm like, oh, that movie sounded kind of good. And my wife goes, yeah, we already have the
2: second one. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was sorry about that. I, I said I would reimburse you for it. Yeah. Um. But that being said, you know, actually
0: PlayStation kind of ticks me off that they are able to do that. Like that really ticked me off that my kid was able to do that without having put in a password or something. Whereas like my phone, like you either the, I have an Apple iPhone, so, you know, your thumbprint can buy it. And I actually turned that off where I actually have to put in my password anytime you I purchase do that with PlayStation thing. as well. Well, they don't have that set up from the start. It's not it's not a default setting. They but should have it as default I, setting. I I actually agree
1: with you. I think I think it should. And it, I think it was on PlayStation Three. Every time you bought something, you had to put your password in. And I don't know why that switched, but I I, I can easily see even my kids doing the same thing where they. If, but I guess I did, I monitor them closely on on the consoles because i know of that risk where i'm like eh, this no, is david not, you don't understand
2: this. we were out of the room for maybe 20 seconds what, and we hear a movie impressive. playing
1: i mean that's, that's no it was super important.
2: impressive because like we set the controller up high enough walked out Bruce 20 set up seconds high enough whatever man i'm short to begin with give me a freaking break here <laughs> would, you, would you put it on a stool yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> he put it at his height to grab it which is about the same as my kids
2: well come <laughs> on man <laughs> little leeway here so uh, do you think you'll start him more on like a console that's not internet connected then be like hey here's a original nintendo or here's a super I nintendo actually, what are you thinking you're gonna start him with
0: i actually like that better but i i think to start it off like i i whatever he is interested in i will probably let him play but that being said i would rather have a console game because i want to play with him i want games to be a Think something that we do together, especially early on. Especially, there's a
1: lot of bonding. I, I feel like what I've gotten from some early games is they look forward to playing not the game, they look forward to playing with you. Yes. So there, there is something about, instead of watching your kid kind of get through a game, there's something that it feels much closer when you actually... They rely on you because they, th- especially if you're the cool one in the game, like if you're playing with someone and you're really good at everything because, you know, it's a oh, you're, game. It's the and
2: older it, brother scenario, uh, but with uh, children, oh, oh Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: like they're like, whoa, you can do, like, I remember because kind of the first big game I can highly recommend is Disney Universe, not Disney Infinity, which was the Toys the Life game, but it's called Disney Universe. It's a bunch of Disney levels where you're an avatar that can switch your, your costume, kind of like in Costume Quest. And what you do is you just play through the levels. It's super easy. It's dual thumbsticks, so they have to learn how to use both uh, thumbsticks. And it's platforming, 3D platforming with a double jump. So you're teaching your kid how to do double jump, how to do platforming, and how to use two thumbsticks. So those are all really essential things for any video game, modern video game, I should say.
2: Do you think kids got it easier growing up with like games the way that they do now opposed to the way that we did growing up? More, They have more
1: variety. I mean, there's so many like bad games and good games now versus back when we were kids, they were all just 2D platform side-scrolling games. I mean, there was no variety to my Sega. I played Sonic 2, and then I played Kid Chameleon, and then I played Vector Man. All it was is jump to the right. I mean, that's all you did to me.
0: I think that's one thing that is kind of like... I feel like newer games, like I catch myself in it where... I was like, I got to learn this game. <laughs> like, yep. And and going back to being a dad thing, like, that sometimes stinks. And that will keep me from playing a game. Because, because you don't I have the to, time to I learn it. I have to it. invest into learning how to play it. It's like, I don't want to do that. I don't have the time for that. Anything on a Wii. Because of the mote and the nunchuck. I, I'm like, you know what's oh, funny I'm, is I'm... I actually am the exact opposite. It's like PS4. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you have to just select this and, you no, know, just... Let me shoot someone. Um, <laughs> but it's it's one of those things where I... Just the ease of games. I, I like older games for that reason I, with kids. And that's why I probably will push my son towards something older. Like we'll probably bust out the Sega or something like that. Because first of all, there's less buttons on the controller. And <laughs> then second of all, it's just a little bit easier gameplay you know, in general. Bullshit. Sonic. Have you
2: played Lion King?
0: Aladdin. <laughs> well,
2: Aladdin's the, hard, game. I'm not saying there's not
0: hard games. <laughs> the difficulty is there. The it's just there's there. less buttons
1: to press to but, die.
0: Yeah, and I mean, as much as a little bit of the hardcore old gamer in me wants to be like, no, you're going to learn the old games first. Contra. You, got like you a, are learning control. You're going to learn the difficulty of old games, all the stuff I went through before you play your own games.
2: <laughs> do, okay, do, do you think... um. 2D games, do you have, like, a 2D game that you're going to be like, hey, here's introduction for 2D games. Hey, here's introduction for 3D games. Honestly, I love. Because David suggested, uh, what was the Disney one? Disney Universe. Because it kind of taught them the rules. What would you go for, like, a 2D game to teach them? I actually, like
1: what he mentioned, I actually used the Sega collection for PS3. Oh, really? The Sega collection, because I I thought back to, like, what some of the games I liked, like Vector Man. Vector Man was hard, but the first one was forgiving enough where I was able to introduce my kid to a basic 2D game, and I didn't have any way to really play Mario. As much as You're I not did, a Mario guy. Well, I didn't have a Nintendo or a Super Nintendo growing up, so I didn't learn any of those games until probably high school. But to go back now, I still think Mario 3 is an incredible game and is a, is a great intro
0: point for any kid. I would agree. I, I never... I didn't get to as much time with Mario three, but the original Mario I played a ton of. Yeah, I watched you beat it in what, like ten minutes. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> um, at
2: Your birthday, you speed ran Super Mario three. You're like was Super
0: it? Mario. I cannot do three. Okay. I'm very terrible at three. Um, but no, the first one, I, I, it was going back to getting my first Game Boy, and uh, and I got Super Mario Deluxe, and so I just played the crud out of that game because that was part of my childhood. So I just played a bunch. Now, would you guys anyway, rather put a but,
2: handheld? Oh, sorry. Uh, well,
0: I mean, that's that's the whole thing. Is I I would rather you're just asking if rather have a handheld. I'd rather have it on a bigger screen. I I want to again. I want to play yeah. with my kid.
1: The hands-on approach where we want we want it to be part of the experience. We don't want to be observing the experience. We are the experience. Well, would you
2: rather? Okay, uh, I was gonna go with. Uh, would you rather give them uh, like a Game Boy or would you rather give them a tablet? Neither. Neither? neither.
1: Neither. I. I. Right now, my kids have a. They have 3ds's.
2: But don't you think it's better for their hands with how tiny but, controls and like stuff what are? The,
1: the, what I like about the 3ds right now is both of my kids have Mario Seven, Mario Kart Seven. They can play together. Cause that's part. That's one of the features of a 3ds. They can play each other. Same with Smash Brothers. They can play with me on the Wii U, using that's their. That's true. So the interconnectivity that Nintendo's at least attempted, I've actually gravitated towards, and even to just pull back a little bit on Wii U. We play Minecraft. I may not like Minecraft at all, but it is a cooperative game. <laughs> Why do you that not like kids Minecraft? Love. The graphics hurt my face. Like I, I can't stand looking at Minecraft. That,
2: uh Xbox One S uh H D four K. It still looks like terrible paint splattered on a
1: wall. It looks like Atari graphics blown up. <laughs> and, and I, I just can't stand looking at that game but Nintendo has a Nintendo theme level so you go in and all the blocks can be question marks and and he loves it and he wants
2: me to play with him so I'm like oh great- so I'm
0: Yeah, the great thing about Nintendo is that fact is, I mean, as much as I know you guys have hated on Nintendo. No, I
2: love Nintendo. David doesn't. You're filling in for me today (laughs) as far as the
0: Nintendo fanboy. I'll admit, yeah, like I get that the hardcore gamers are against or uh, are not a big fan of it. Thanks for calling me a hardcore gamer. That's the whole point (laughs) of Nintendo is anyone can grab to it and gravitate to it and play it rather quickly and learn it. Like, okay, going back to gameplay stuff, you were wondering, like, how do you teach your kid? That's why I like the original Mario because I've watched you've showed me videos, Bruce. Oh, yeah, like the game design, the game design on that. And honestly, that's part of the reason why I like Nintendo so much is the game design is so well done in most cases. Um, where like you know, you can pick up and play so easily and understand the concepts of the game. Where
2: Sega doesn't have that, screw you, Billy Hatcher, (laughs) (laughs) GameCube, no one.
1: I don't know, and like even with that. I think with Nintendo, I like their games. I, I've always, I always think they have great quality games. I just don't think they have enough variety, especially for adults. And that's, I think that's where it always drives me more towards the Sony stuff. Is I just like a different variety of games. Like right now, my son really likes Rocket League. Rocket League just released on Switch. It's been out for. has been two, out for a while. It's been out for a few years, and even like games like Minecraft were out for a long time before even hitting Nintendo. And I think Nintendo's either late to the party. Or they're not invited to the party. Here's
2: here's my thing with Nintendo being super late to the party. They're late, but everything's dressed up fancier and better. Like, when you get a game on Switch that came out, like, five years ago, like, whether it's Doom or Alien Noir, I mean, those are high-end new, games, titles. Yep. Newer games, though. When you get one of those that have had, like, a HD remake for that, the game is at least, like, you're not super buggy with it. You're not worried about, like, it crashing because it needs to be updates. It's optimized for that system, and I think that's one of the benefits of Nintendo kind of delaying uh, getting those newer games because when they get them, they get them as a full, complete, kind of like um, definitive editions of them.
1: But developers just don't want to develop for them because they just don't see as much of an audience. Because No, they, but, but if before. they got a good
2: enough back catalog, they can port all that over and make sure that it runs decently.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think anything that they do come out with, it, they're not just putting out games left and right. Well. Nintendo has put out <laughs> some bad games. I'm not gonna deny that. What? But um lies. But at the same time, like a lot of their big story games, you know, Mario, uh, Super Smash Brothers, you can always depend on those being solid games. Yeah, I can understand the lack of variety, but again, not having much time to play games is apparent. I like that because I can jump from Super Smash Brothers to the next Super Smash Brothers and know what the heck is going well, on. Yep, I agree.
2: Okay, well, Super Smash Brothers, right? That's just a mashup of every single character possible, too. How important is like mascot characters to you guys? Cuz like Nintendo has a roster of lovable characters. And I mean, that's identifiable. I'm talking
0: about my kid liking Yoshi?
2: That yeah. Uh, oh, go go into it, that. And that's
1: honestly that that's it too because it's not so much as as dad, so we're not really determining their games as much as they they want to play like Minecraft. I'm not choosing to, uh, to introduce him to Minecraft. Minecraft is in the world, and he he is interested, and he wants to play Minecraft. So I have to figure out how to get Minecraft for him. <laughs> and m- mascot characters, Nintendo owns. They own the yeah. whole idea of mascot characters because, like you said, Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers is just a mashup of like 30 different video games and the characters from all of them, and that's uh, that's huge for kids because kids identify Mario. Like they they recently mentioned. Um, I want to say it was a wall street journal that they said Pikachu is more identifiable than Mickey mouse. That is massive. Switching
2: one mouse for another.
1: I know, but to think that a video game character that came out in the nineties the late nineties is more identifiable than a mouse that's been out for almost a hundred years.
0: That's insane. Yeah. Well, and my kid, this, the whole character thing. I mean, my son loves Yoshi because I, my wife and I, she got like some coupon to get a, a new Nintendo game. And so of course, she we'd been playing a little bit of Mario Kart, or Mario Kart was his first thing that he really liked. So he had seen some of the characters and that, and so he kind of knew Mario characters. And so she was like looking at different games. I'm like, get Yoshi's Wooly World. So you like, had to
2: figure out a game like what would he like to watch us play? Well, what what would be
0: appropriate for him to play that we can all that we can play and enjoy, and he can watch and have fun like that's kind of where we're at with games um so and my wife isn't a big gamer so something simpler is better for her C-casual as well casual games yeah. yeah she is a, she is the epitome of casual gamer um so
2: for Except me, for when it comes to that Jurassic Park game, man. She is hardcore on that. And was it was Operation P- Genesis? On Operation like, Genesis, yeah. On she PlayStation was playing too? that with my kid the other day. Oh, and dude, he she loved will hardcore build a Jurassic Park theme park and jack up the price on all the concessions.
0: Yeah, that's kind of her, uh, yeah, <laughs> her game. That's her hardcore <laughs> game. <laughs> um, she uh, so, But we got Yoshi's Woolly World. And that game, first of all, Nintendo did it right. Like, I don't know why that game isn't bigger than what it is. Because it is awesome. Because it's easy to play, but it's difficult at heck sometimes it it can be yep um but like yeah there's different like they got all the different colors of care of yoshis and different names for them and my kid loves it um he yells what is it for the lava yoshi and all the different yoshis like he's he loves it the art design i i would
1: i would have to jump in and say that the art design is actually what makes that game a little more unique yeah I, i think it stands out like i was a big fan of epic or epic kirby which was basically the, um, the prequel to that game. And it was just Kirby in that yarn world. And it stands out because Kirby couldn't fly. I mean, that's a Kirby game where Kirby doesn't fly kind of stands out as a bad thing. But with how unique the game design was on it, it didn't bother you when you played it. You didn't even think about it. And I feel like Yoshi kind of felt the same way. I've played other Yoshi games, but that one felt really unique. And for some reason, my kids loved, like when you pull the tabs and something falls apart in yarn,
0: they love that yeah well and just the sound effects actually my kid loves like he would do yi all <laughs> the time that's what he would just run around and he loved that game so much that we literally to keep him entertained we would watch uh we just put on youtube like run-throughs or
2: oh just like speed runs and speed, let's plays you know, like yeah just like, Bruce, examples to of make how, to, how to get all See? the secret right. stuff
0: of the game and we would just play that and let him watch that because that would keep him entertained for a while now Going back to screen time, maybe not the best idea, but <laughs> it, completely, like, it allowed us to get stuff cleaned around the house while he was just watching that, which was really weird, like a completely different thing that, I mean, you'd always put in a movie, but no, I can put on just someone playing a video game and he'll watch and it, he loves it. Like he's giggling and like would scream every time you finish a level. Like he loves Yoshi because of that game. And I completely enjoy playing it with him. And that's also a two player game. No, David, yep. you were mentioning that ga- that game has uh, like a... Like, M- mellow mode, right? A mellow mode, yeah. And I remember seeing it. I think
2: I've played it through and it What, it, what is the mellow mode? Explain that for the listeners. Well,
1: this is something really intelligent by Nintendo. And I, I think that more and more kids' games are kind of adapting this concept that, hey, maybe we can dumb a game down to nothing because kids will also feel accomplished for beating it. So, in a game like Wally World, Wally World does ramp its difficulty as it goes, like a game should. But what they're like... You caught that too, right? Yes, right. I did. Okay.
0: Yoshi's
2: world. Uh, Wally no, it's World. Wally World. It's Wally World. <laughs> you gave me crap about how I make up words. <laughs> earlier. I'm Making up games, not words. Whatever, man. Just so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like how we just had that moment where he just looked at each other and he's like, Did he get so say Wally mode,
0: World?
1: What they did is they added where Yoshi gets wings. So instead of it being platforming, you
2: can fly through. So it's the level. like a it's like a super easy mode then. Yeah, and you're pretty much invincible. D- does that does that take away <laughs> though from uh, kids learning challenge and like goals and accomplishments? Because games can be a good teaching tool as well. It
1: it could be a clutch if you wanted it to, but then it just becomes a, a completely different type of game. And yeah, it it would keep things not as difficult. But then on the other hand, they will want to play it longer because they're not going to get to a point where they get stuck.
2: Because they're getting less frustrated with it. Then. Yeah. Okay.
1: And especially depending on how young you go. Like if his son started playing by himself at five, I would I have a feeling that mellow mode would go a long way for him. Versus Just him playing, someone playing the
0: game, you know, and not getting frustrated.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And my son was playing ro- uh, Chibi Robo yesterday. Is that where
2: you run around like plug yourself in? Those yeah, like, uh, you're, you're like a little GameCube, so- right?
1: No, it's for the
2: 3DS. Oh, they did okay. They did a 3DS and one.
1: You're like a little socket running around doing stuff, and he got stuck on like this really simple thing. I did the one jump for him, and he played like three more levels after that by himself, and it was like that one little thing could have stopped him from playing the rest of the game because of the frustration. It's like, but. Things. I feel like
2: that was that was in our games, though, growing up, too, because, like, there was always, like, a jump you couldn't make in a certain game, and then you go back and play that game as an adult, and you beat it, and then you, like, end up finishing that game that afternoon.
1: Or it's Wolverine on Sega, and then you realize that it wasn't you. It Animentium was the, it, Rage? It, it was the game. It was that, the game <laughs> just being
2: poorly designed. <laughs> There's a lot of bad stuff. Or the like final that.
1: boss to Aladdin that you just you can't beat I, no matter how many I times. I beat that you. when I was a kid. I don't Did even you? know what you're I, talking I, about. I would always get to the boss and I could never beat the game, and it just it would frustrate me. I'm like, it's the game. It has to be the game. As an adult, play I beat it. I was like, man, okay. I, I sucked as a kid.
2: With <laughs> us being golden age gamers uh, and being born in the 80s, we were still around when arcades were a thing. Like I distinctly have memories of going with my parents to the arcade. So I posed the question to you. There's still very few arcades around, but they do exist. Would you guys ever do a pilgrimage to take your kids to an arcade?
1: No. What? I I wouldn't. I mean... Arcades are not what they used to be. Like No, I mean they, they,
2: like a legit arcade. I'm not talking like a Chuck E. Cheese or like a little tiny... Chuck like, E. Cheese and Dave and & Buster are... Those don't count. They do count. They don't count. No, I mean like a legit actual arcade. Like there's um, Those don't exist. Galloping Ghost in Chicago. Screw you. So you're telling me I
1: have to go to another state to go to one?
2: It's a pilgrimage. That's why I phrased <laughs> it with the word pilgrimage, bro.
1: Let me tell my kids that, hey, you have to wait four hours in the car to play a video game. But there's
2: something the about response. the environment, man yeah
0: i I'm a little I'm not as a hardcore no, but I do understand where David is coming from because the fact that yeah, there isn't really any good arcades. Okay, around Okay. We do kind of got stellas um, that
2: kind of counts. Well,
0: that's an adult. You're, I'm not going to bring my kid to a bar.
2: It's not a <laughs> bar. I did do day. that. I did
0: do that when he was three days it, old. It's a barcade. So it's a
2: barcade, <laughs> and it's a re- it's family rep restaurant during the day. No, it's, it's, totally not, going it's, right. it's not no. a family restaurant. I, yes, really. I'm not
0: bringing my kid. I see down kids to in there all the time because I'm sitting there
2: going, "Get off the Simpsons machine. It's my turn." The
0: only time I'm bringing my kid down there is when they're an infant, and yeah, when they don't know about it. You're like, "Hey
2: guys, I just had this baby. You guys want to order me a burger and buy me a beer?" We Ru- literally did that, Ru- so that's fine. You, I know you did that. <laughs> I was making Here's fun an ob- of you. Here's an
1: observation. I love Stellas, but see the difference. See how you didn't think it was a big deal, and I do. Here are three things you didn't think of. They have mature TV on all the time in Stellas. So there, there's always that. The crowd. No, hold on. Look, yeah, I was no. trying to equate oh, to something no. and, closer because you guys were
2: saying just, the road trip issue. Yeah, Come on. and
0: I think you mentioned it just so people that are... Aren't from the area. Stella's is, you know, a barcade. Yes, you know, they serve
2: food during the day though. Families are welcome. Like, I think they kick like anyone out under twenty one at like nine o'clock because that's a state law. Is it? I thought it was sooner than that. I thought it it was like six. Nine o'clock, state law. Well, there you go. I don't know laws very well. (laughs) That might explain something. (laughs) A a (laughs) while ago.
0: Sorry.
1: So, as far as your, is there something
2: incriminating? No. Okay,
1: so if you were to say that there was an actual arcade... That yeah, there's an w- actual, like, town. legit,
2: like, you used to go to as a kid, like, maybe not as shady, because there's not, like, the dude with the, like, short shorts and the, like, crotch-mounted change dispenser, you know, a little cleaner than that. But what do you
1: get from an arcade that you can't get from a home council it's- now? Because home council pretty much devoured the arcade industry. Because
2: I think, I think it's the environment, I think it's the atmosphere. It's almost like going to a circus, which, circuses don't even exist anymore, do they? Yeah, a little bit, but... To, I think I, I get what David's
0: saying. Um I'll say that there are some experiences you can't get. Uh you know, some of the the gun stuff. I mean, yeah, you got oh, the Wii the, remote. The, the, but actually holding like a plastic yeah. gun and stuff, that is kind of a cool And, and see that's why I said Dave and Busters was yeah. uh, or even uh, Craig's
1: Cruisers, because those 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 are all Michigan companies that have big arcades and and their buildings which it's great but i don't want to pay three dollars yeah, for but, a walking dead game for 30 seconds yeah but here's
2: the thing no like you go no when you go to these uh like for instance i looked into this one because we were going to go and try to plan like a mini road trip uh but it's you go you get a wristband and it's unlimited and you just get to roam so it's kind of like that but i think like the stuff at like craig's cruisers or dave and busters is just overly commercialized newer stuff it's not here's a row of arcade games it's Here's a phone app that's also an arcade game. Cause I walked in there and I'm like, buddy wanted to bring her daughter there and she's all like, oh yeah, we're gonna go, Craig Screws, you wanna, you know, come by, blah, 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 we'll hang out and everything. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm in the area. I drop in on him. I'm like, sweet, I'm gonna get a couple quarters, go play a couple games and everything. And I'm looking around at it and I'm like, I don't wanna play Fruit Ninja. Why the hell do I wanna play Fruit Ninja? That's like, if it's something you can get on your phone then why would I play it there? I want some weird fun thing. They had Pac-Man versus. That was dope. You mean Pac-Man that DX? Yeah, where it's like four player versus mode. Oh, but that guess, was legit. But again, good. I
1: could do I can play that exact game on console at home with other people. But
2: it it was at least a fun unique experience because everyone has their own little control area, you know? It's there's something different about it. There's something tactile. There's something about the lights, the sounds of the environment. I mean, it's a casino for kids, yo.
1: And that's really what I think that's what the arcades have evolved into is basically become casinos
2: for kids. Brian, you got something you want to say?
0: Well, I mean, yeah, I would say casinos for kids and except for the parents are paying the price.
2: Well, like I said, if you do if you do like one of those unlimited days,
0: I agree that it, it is a unique experience. I would agree with that with you, Bruce. Uh but it's an event. It, it is That's kind why a, I said it's kind, it's a kind of a pilgrimage. It's kind of a split. Like, yeah, could I, would I do it? But yeah, I don't. At what age would you then
2: deem that like? It just depends on
0: their interest level. I think of of games and and their ability to play different games and stuff. So
2: uh, I don't know. It, it's it's
0: kind of I'm fifty 50-50 on them myself.
2: Well, do do you think that uh, do you think that you uh, are going to go and continue to have your kid game? Do you think that like the games that you've introduced or that your kids have seen, do you think that they're going to take hold like you did? Like, why was the reason why you kind of picked up gaming? Because, like, it was a thing that was still emerging when we were growing up. There's a lot of people nowadays that don't play games. It is more mainstream now than what it was.
0: But, I, I mean, for my kids, I, I'm not going to push them in any way.
2: It's just yeah, more... Yeah, push uh, them like people push their kids into sports. Or right, like, you yeah. better... You better get good at Mario Three. If you can't beat Sonic Two, Casino World. Like that's why I keep on saying
0: I want to play with my kid. Like I want to play games with him. And if he wants to play other stuff, cool. Like and I'm sure he will, just because he is my kid. But at the same time, like if he doesn't, I don't care. Like more game time for me, I guess. Like, what? <laughs> and, and that's that's exactly
1: it. Like well, you you don't want to force it on him because what's going to happen if you force certain things on him? They may resist against that and go towards something else. But if you let naturally let like show them things and see what they gravitate towards and then you kinda to work with what they like, you can actually grow something out of that. And I like having both a boy and a girl is interesting because the boy is really into zombies and shooting and things like that. Your but,
2: girl is your oldest, yeah. Yep,
1: but my girl likes to read a lot. She's really big into the books, so she's not much of a gamer actually. You gonna drop some RPGs but, on her though? And I already have. Ah. I mean you can't deny the elephant in the room, which is Pokemon. Pokemon is Essential to kids now, like Pokemon cards in school is like a currency, like cigarettes are for prisons. So <laughs> I. That's a great I, analogy. I, it is because m- my son will be like, "I got a Tootsie Roll. I just had a trade of my like rarest card for it." Oh. And you know, it's it's things like that. Like Pokemon is such an essential part of being a kid right now because somehow you have the TV shows, you have movies, you have the video games that are still selling twenty million copies every time they release. So, and then what? Um, Pokemon Go was a phenomenon in itself amongst all ages. Pokemon is dominant in the kids' sector of of video games. And my daughter likes to read. And Pokemon is just a natural first RPG for any kid. And, you know, I think eight eight years old is a good starting point for that because that's when they can really actually read and understand what they're reading.
0: Yeah, I I would say somewhere between that six and eight is probably when gaming really starts at least developing a little bit more past just like Oh, I want to try to play something.
1: Yep. And, and there's the understanding. And, and I feel like achievement in itself is another big part. Now, I noticed with the nine-year-old, she likes beating levels. She's really into moving on and things and, and just getting further and further. My son can play the same 10 minutes. Like he'll put in Plants vs. Zombies and do the infinite run mode on it, where it's just zombies are infinitely coming and you're just constantly stacking up. He's just okay doing that one thing over and over and over again he's just as entertained as my daughter that is trying to get through levels and they play very different
2: you don't really you're not a coiner though i'd say like brian is a coiner and you're not so like brian plays like your your, your son and you play like your daughter because like yeah. you you're like oh i beat this game and i'm like oh how was it and you're like good and it's like your completion rate is like 68 percent. like there's still like 40 and you're like no nah, i beat the story it's fine it's done i'm over with you say We're that like,
0: but that's not actually 100 percent true on me my part but i do get what you No, you're saying. you go
2: back and you try to you no. get collectibles
0: i'm okay with just doing this the what'd you say coiner i've never, coiner. never even heard that phrase coiner, but coiner
2: is like from taken from like the whole like when you go through mario and you're like if i see a coin i gets a coin yeah, yeah,
0: collecting I, everything. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy just because those are what I get to do with my kids is just play to play. I don't get to be serious. But when they're not in the room or something and I can, like, yeah, Mario Kart, dude, I've played the everything on Mario Kart. I have yeah, on Mario Kart for Wii U. I literally have all the gold or three-star uh trophies for everything, but... Two hundred, which I've at least two hundred is so difficult. C- oh yep. man, that's so difficult. I've gotten a trophy on every one of the two hundred CC Coiner. ones. Coiner, but I mean that. So I do want to get the like I do want to win and stuff like that. But when it's just with my kids, I'm just having fun. Yep, we're just playing. And it is interesting, like even
1: going forward, I can I can see the same patterns getting even further. Like when I was a kid. Story, I mean, when we were all kids, story was pretty much a non-existent thing in video games. Like most of the games, very vague, basic ideas and concepts. They were never full blown out stories. And I mean, I even remember like Final Fantasy VII. That's one of the reasons that's a really impactful game for me. That was my first experience actually like being really invested into a story of a video game. Because before that... I played a lot of dumb, random stuff. I I just didn't care before the PlayStation. You played stuff that
2: had gameplay, not story. Yeah, and now
1: once I found that there were a game type that I actually like, and that's what I'm excited to see with my kids, what type are they going to get into? Is my son going to be one of those silly Call of Duty people that, (laughs) you know, they only like playing Call of Duty and that, you know, they only buy a console for Call of Duty? Or is he going to be the one that actually finds a story of a game? Or is he going to be a coiner where he's... He wants every game he plays. He has to get 100% and get a platinum trophy in it. You know, there's all these types of like subgroups that you can kind of become in in video games now. And, and I'm curious to see which way they go. But like my daughter, I can already see she likes reading books. She likes stories. So I'm going to try to find easy RPGs to kind of ease her into that part of the industry. What about
2: games that only have gameplay, don't have a story, and then you get dragged to the movie too? Did you? Did you have to go see the Angry Birds movie when that came out?
1: I didn't have to see the Angry Birds movie, but my son wanted to, <laughs> and, and I know better. <laughs> Was it not good, Bruce? We've seen video game movies. That just goes in the long line of video game movies and, where and, it's and not that goes be good.
2: In, that, that goes into my final question then for the show, and that is, how soon is too soon to introduce your child to the Super Mario Brothers movie? I don't know your your kid Super likes Mario. Brother. Oh man. Do do you just do you just you know wipe what? that from I, I existence actually, or do you go, "Hey, there's a movie for Mario." And he's what, like, "Oh, I want to see it." And you're like, "No, you don't."
0: Yeah, I don't Friend the show Ned rem- loves that yeah, movie. Yeah, I know. I know he does, but I haven't actually watched that. I would have to rewatch it to even remember. It's not kid
2: appropriate No, at I know.
0: All. I know it's not, but like I would have to rewatch it to to give you a straight answer on that, but my would my answer would probably be I will let him discover it on his own, which will probably be years. I don't down want the road. my kid blaming me for having to watch
1: Mario Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> right. I I guess where I would kind of want to wrap up is name like five games that you you would recommend to play with your kids. Like what what would you recommend for good kids for the people listening? We we really should recommend more than the few games we've talked about. But what are some other games that we without any depth you can just say. You should play this game.
0: I mean, I can recommend most Mario games. I mean, my kid, for example, uh, Mario Party. He loves watching us play Mario Party, and I could see him playing that pretty quickly. Um, Mario Kart, another one. He loves watching us play. Could probably play quickly. Yoshi's Willy World. I mentioned. Uh, my wife actually had a lot of fun with, uh, with the Lego series. She plays a lot of oh, Lego. And we didn't even we didn't even talk oh, about the man. Lego
1: games. And I've played all but the Star Wars ones.
0: Yeah, and my wife plays. Uh, really,
2: you haven't played the Star Wars ones.
0: Star None Wars ones were Star fun. Wars ones are
2: the best. I don't like Star Wars. Oh, you're awful. You're <laughs> this is why you're a terrible human being. Actually, that's like
0: I wouldn't put it as one of mine to watch, but my kid loves watching me watch uh play Star Wars Rogue Squadron for uh GameCube. Really? He loves watching me play because he loves Star Wars. So yeah, yep. he gets to see an X Wing. Um But for I would think for other ones like Honestly, he's just like enjoyed old school gaming. Like whenever I pull in Skitchen, I love Skitchen. That can <laughs> be a whole another subject, but Skitchen for Sega. Anyone hasn't checked it out, you need to check it out. It's Road Rage on Skates. Road, it's Road Rash on Skates. Really? Yes. Oh, dude, it's Road, road
1: Rash on Skates. Rage. We'll know, play it know, after know, the show. No, what I have? One, two, and three Extreme for PlayStation. Oh, yeah, one. and that's kind of you know the Road Rash where you're on the bicycle and just kind of no. Kick actually, at their tires. you know
2: what? Uh, Skitchen is like pretty much the precursor to really? X1, And, and I guess
1: where I think where I would lie with some of this is, you know, you have your Pokemon games, but oh, Pokemon the, would I mean, probably mean, I mean look at all the Pokemon games. I would still recommend playing the first ones, either blue or yeah. red, because we tried with yellow. Yellow is way harder. Really? Why is that? Because you have to use that stupid Pikachu and the whole like first part of the there. Oh, you get Pikachu. Oh, the first boss is rock. So you, uh, you, have, you have to like really Build up a resistance to that by level over leveling your characters to go against the first trainer, but outside of Pokemon Blue or Red, a game that I found that I really like playing with my daughter, via Pinata.
2: Viva Pinata yeah. for three sixty. It's kind
1: of it's kind of like this cult game, but all you're doing it's a sim game. It's almost like a zoo sim game where you're breeding animals and bringing animals to your like garden. It's a really simple fun game, but it's great for kids. And then um, a game I bought two days ago, Disney Afternoon Collection. It's basically you have your retro games. It's got four games on it. And I can only remember a couple. It's uh, Darkwing Duck, Tailspin, DuckTales, and there's another game on there. I think it's Chippendale. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah, and Chippendale Rescue Rangers. And those games are DuckTales is great. Well, they're still brutally hard for kids, but (laughs) what they did is they added a rewind button. At any point in time you can hold R two and it brings you back inches, miles, however far back you want to go. So you can you can beat the game with as many mistakes as you want because you can just rewind every time you mess up. So it makes it... It's kind of like that mellow mode where yeah. it's really... No, it's introduced It's like the running hard... a
2: save state then on the game. That's Pretty, awesome.
1: And there's also save states. You can save the game anytime you want. Oh, nice. So this game is it's a hard game, but it's watered down by some of the modification they've made to it. And there's also just boss rush modes on all the games.
2: Nice. So you can learn all the patterns yeah. of the bosses so then. I thought
1: those were all really great games. And then I one game I actually liked a lot with playing with my kids, Marvel vs. Capcom. Really? Yeah. I mean, if you're okay with your kid playing a fighting game, well, you should probably start with a game without blood. Right. So, Marvel versus Capcom, you can be superheroes. Yeah. And fighting. And kids like fighting games because you don't have to know anything. just button mash. She can button mash. My daughter beats me all the time because I'm, I'm not good at fighting games anyways. And she could just... Uh, what do we play? We played uh, Street Fighter. She just just punch 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 <laughs> you know and they feel accomplished because they get to beat their parents at games <laughs> and it's like dumb luck because they're just jumping and punching over and over again and it's like it kind of works out because there are enough fighting games where you have a kind of a selection on what do you what do you really want to play like i can't wait for bryce my
0: son to actually play soul caliber where he can be link
2: yeah oh, i was just gonna say
0: i in general fighting games that's an interesting thing i didn't even think of but yeah as a kid like that was one of the first games that i could actually win at because i just Button smash everything. and It's like,
2: hey, I won. Do you got to watch the content with that though? Because you know, yeah. fighting and violence and hitting the cartoon stuff, of, or you know, yep. and that's why. I you, mean, I imagine the superheroes thing kind of works well. Well, and Mortal then,
1: Kombat ran into quite a bit of you know slack because that was our big like first mature. Oh yeah, like, well that was in line. arcades too. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you know, I'm not letting them play that. But even I let my daughter play Injustice, which Injustice has a button where you can turn the blood off. Okay. So they're they're still superheroes. It's a little more mature and I wouldn't recommend it for young kids, the, but at the same time, it's still just a fighting game
2: where you're fighting with superheroes. The difficulty on that fighting game, though, to learn is super hard, though. It's not say. when you button mash,
1: though. There, there's no <laughs>
2: difficulty curve to just smashing the controller. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, I I think that kind of wraps us up, then, yeah, for this week. Games and dads. We, we did this. Dads and games. <laughs> uh want to throw a special thanks to you for coming and doing this man this is awesome to have you on it and nice using all to- your sweet equipment oh i know We your rig is way more <laughs> impressive than mine for audio recording i mean it, we were even mentioning it's uh, we're just not in the nursery it just feels kind of strange yeah we're yeah. we're Whole actually in the living room i'm actually on a couch i'm a troll <laughs> legit on a couch
0: he has a couch <laughs> they are both couch trolls where i am a comfy chair troll <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, that's our show have a good one everyone Thank you for listening to the Couch Trolls podcast. If you like this episode, you can find more on Facebook by searching Couch Trolls or on Twitter at Couch underscore Trolls. I'm your announcer, Canada Sanchez, with Brian doing the sound. Thanks for listening.